how do you build your own online empire by positioning yourself as the rock star in your market? Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress chick, and I'm totally pumped. We've got, uh, I don't want to say a repeat. How can I even say this like fun? Troy already set us up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> An encore presentation. <laughs> there we go. Well, right in line, right? An encore presentation. And of course, all right, so everybody, so we've got Troy Dean back on the show today. I'm totally excited about this. And uh, uh, yeah, woohoo. I assume everybody knows you. Um, don't, don't make that assumption. Kim. <laughs> That'll get us both into trouble. All right. So, so we'll just jump in and we'll let you do your, you know, your little elevator pitch, fill, fill the listeners in on your background and, and we'll dive into the awesomeness. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, sure. So gee, where do I start? Well, <laughs> when I was three, uh, um, I, no, I started out, so I started out in sales actually. And then, um, I kind of realized that, uh, I didn't really like doing that. Uh, I, I, I like sales, but not unless I'm, not unless I'm working with something I'm really passionate about. And I spent a long time selling stuff that I wasn't passionate about at all. Uh, but it was a good, it was a good training ground for me, good experience. And then I kind of got into voiceovers and playing in bands around town. And then, you know, I discovered the web and started building websites for my own creative endeavors, endeavors. And then, uh, built an agency, a WordPress agency, developed a plugin for WordPress called Video User Manuals, which is a video tutorial plugin that you can give clients to help them learn how to use WordPress. And then we built, um, a business coaching program for WordPress consultants called WP Elevation, which, uh, is a little over three years old now, which is kind of that three years has just flown by. Um, and now we're firmly in the online education space. So we are building and launching courses online. And that's, uh, that's my hundred percent focus these days. And I'm from sunny Melbourne in Australia. Who will be visiting sunny California, everybody listening in yeah. the end of July. So, uh, yeah, it's going <laughs> right? to be awesome. It's going to yep. be awesome. We're going to do a fun meetup in San Francisco. Stay tuned for the bit, for all the links at the end, but, uh, we would love to see everybody uh, who can make mm. that. So, okay. I have a zillion questions for you. And, and, and so let's, let's kind of jump into this courses. And <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, please. I was thinking of this, uh, skit from Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you're familiar with that. And, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the coffee talk where it was Mike Myers and they would bring up uh, a topic, right? Like Middle Eastern religion discuss, <laughs> right? So this is what I was thinking. I'm like, let's start this off with time for money trap. Discuss. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. So, you know, when I first, so the time for money thing, it's kind of, it's a weird journey, you know, that I think most consultants or freelancers go on. When I first started working for myself, I started billing myself out at $25 an hour and I was teaching corporates or I was kind of teaching like medium business how to use Microsoft Office products, right? Which is horrible for a number of reasons. First of all, <laughs> Microsoft, because, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because, exactly. First of all, because the Microsoft products rarely work as they're supposed to according to the training manual. So you'll be like teaching a class of 50 people how to do something and all of a sudden something will crash and it just won't work. And they're looking at you going, why doesn't this work? And I'm like, because it's Microsoft. <laughs> um, I can't help you. Um, but second of all, 
um, it's, you know, it's, it is a trap because you can only, and I learned this very quickly, you can only earn as much money as there are hours in the week that you can bill yourself out. So of course, then what you do is you find a way to, you know, add more value to your service offering and you put your prices up and, and that's what I did for a while. And then I discovered the wonders of value-based pricing and, um, but you know, even with value-based pricing, you're still kind of selling your time for money because you you need to know how much a project is going to cost you in time to deliver. And then you kind of work out what the value is to that, uh, to the client and you, you do value-based pricing, but you still need to know what the hard costs are to deliver that project. So basically selling services for money, I think is an easy way to get out of, uh, it's an easy way to start building a business because, you know, you work for yourself and you don't, you know, you can kind of call your own shots, but ultimately it is a trap because, it, you know, you just can't scale it and and you're constantly reacting to client demands because there's this kind of inherent fear that, you know, you need the clients more than they need you because they're paying you and the client is always the prize, you know, and that, that, um, that relationship just kind of wore me down in the end. There's so much in that. Um, oh yeah, let's unpack. That. <laughs> let's unpack this. We'll try and unpack it with a bow versus like a knife. Okay, so. <laughs> but you know, it's the whole thing is because there's one thing that you can't factor in, and that's like people, right? Yeah, and personality and expectations and perceptions and all of those things. And, you know, it's fascinating. I just released episode 100, and I talked about shifting directions and talking about with a client that. You know, someone, I, I've gotten three or four emails today when the episode went out because people are like, Oh my God, this resonates. Any, and they're all people who have had a service based business because mm-hmm. it's very easy to get excited when you're, you know, that initial engagement with the client and you get super excited about, well, you could do this and you could do this. And all of a sudden, and during that initial consultation, you are the expert. And depending yeah, on the right. individual, you may stay the expert or you may become the hired help. So, yeah. and, and it's like, I really don't want this to be like a bitter piece, but I, I don't know many freelancers or consultants who have not gotten to the place where they're like, I've got to get out of this because mm-hmm. not only can you not scale it, but what happens is when all of your time is taken in this time for money trap, you also don't have extra time to leverage to get out of it. It, it becomes yeah. like sometimes, like I just, friggin' cut the cord and I just shut the door and I'm like, well, I'll make something work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. And it's kind of like dating, right? You know, like when you first meet someone and they have those little idiosyncrasies that you find really charming <laughs> and are really attractive. And then five years later, it's like, oh my God, I hate the way you breathe through your nose when you, when you eat, you know, whereas five years ago, you're like, oh, that's so cute. The way you breathe through your nose while you eat. And, uh, you know, it's like, you're right. When you first start you know, working with a client, you're in the honeymoon phase and they will never love you as much as they love you when they first sign on. And it is all downhill after there. And you have to work really hard. I mean, I think the people that are successful at this are the people that are so far at the top of their game that they are the uh, the kind of draw card to working with an organization, but they might not actually do any of the work themselves. They might have a team of people who who do the actual implementation and their job is just to go and speak at conferences and, you know, attract the clients and they're seen so much as the expert and they're so ridiculously expensive to hire that, you know, you just do whatever they say and it's, and it's not a negotiation. I think the moment that, you know, I mean, in a perfect world, client services is a collaboration, but the reality is the thing, and the thing that we forget as service providers is clients hire us because they don't know how to do what we do, right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
So clients hire us because we are the expert at it. But then we let them tell us, we let them boss us around. We let them tell us how to do our job. And uh, I think, you know, there's a lot to learn from, from, um, uh, from your, from your experience. And the more I, I kind of, you know, towards the end of my client services days, the more kind of belligerent I was with clients, the more they respected me and the more, you know, the more success I had because I, you know, you hire me to do my job, just get out of my way and let me do my job. Don't micromanage me. Right. At the same time though, it's like, that doesn't feel good necessarily. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, you know, it's like, I don't want to have to bark at you to get yeah. you, to get you to back off a little bit. And so that was it for me. I'm like, all right, we're, we're going to just go back to the fact that I want to feel good every day. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, how totally. is, how was that transition though for you guys? So getting so, into, you mm. got, because WP Elevation, like you said, is, you know, focuses on freelancers and developers, right? Who want to scale their business, do it better and all of that stuff. So we've got all that, but you guys have started doing a lot more, um, education stuff. Yeah. So it's a good question. And so, so here's the thing. I just want to, just to close this loop on client services. My experience is that the clients that pay the most money are the ones that, the clients that invest the most are actually the ones that are the easiest to deal with. I All think, day long. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's because the clients who are really conscious of their budget, they're generally business owners who are taking money out of their own bank account to invest in this, this service that you're providing. They don't necessarily have a budget for a website, but they're kind of begrudgingly spending money on a website because someone's told them they need to and they think that they're supposed to. And the money's directly coming out of their holiday account. So that's why they're kind of having all these anxiety attacks about it. Whereas the larger kind of organizations that have a marketing budget that are willing to invest, they're the ones that generally uh, give you the, the least amount of grief. And I think that's just a journey when you start out as a freelancer, you need to kind of climb up the ladder until you can start attracting those kind of clients. And that's just time and experience. There's there's no real shortcut to that. I mean, there are certain things you can do to help yourself along, but uh, it's just uh, having some runs on the board. Uh, but to answer your question, when I first started building websites for clients, I realized very quickly that, hey, I'm going to have to teach them how to use WordPress. And I don't want to do that more than once because I can't, I can't see the point, like doing it more than once. If I've done it once, why do I need to do it again? So I documented the process of training a client. I basically wrote a, a two, a, a 100 page document, um, a Word document and saved it as a PDF and started giving that to my clients and saying, Hey, here you go. Here's how you use WordPress. And I sent it up to a buddy of mine. And he called me and he said, this is awesome. We've got to turn into videos and make a plug-in and we can sell it to other WordPress developers. And I'm like, I don't know how to do any of that, but we'll figure it out. And so we did. We launched the video user manuals plugin in 2008. Now, what that did is that grew very slowly because we weren't giving it any love at all, and but very organically. So it didn't cost us anything really. Um, and it grew to the point where we were generating enough recurring revenue uh, because we sell it on a monthly license, we were generating enough recurring revenue that we could then kind of start to say, eh, you know what, this project that's coming in the door, we don't really feel good about it. We're not that desperate for the money because we've got this plugin that's kind of ticking over. Um, it still wasn't enough to sustain both of us, but we were getting a little bit choosier about um, the projects that we were taking on because we had a little bit of recurring revenue in the business. And I actually think that recurring revenue is whatever way, shape or form, however you can uh, create it, it really is the holy grail. Because as you said before, when you're stuck doing client services, you've got no time to leverage, you've got no time to develop other product streams or leverage yourself out of the business because you're so in the trenches doing client work. Whereas just having a little bit of recurring revenue coming in frees up a bit of time and then we gradually made the transition over a two-year period <clears throat> away from client services 
the last project, the last client project we did went live in February this year. And, uh, you know, I'm just, it would have to be, it would take a lot to convince us to, to, uh, take on another client project because it's not our core business and taking on a client project now would actually mean putting the handbrake on the rest of the business. And our core focus now is online courses. Well, that, that's huge. And I think, again, anybody that can get to that space. So even if you have to say no, and I'm sure at a certain point, it's still scary to say no. Like when, mm. you know, you look at it, it's like, well, the services are paying, you know, that's the bread and butter and it's this. And, and, you know, what I've seen <clears throat> over, I don't know, the last couple of years and having participated in, you know, some high end masterminds, there was this big focus on, on high ticket stuff. Right. And, mm. and so it's like, well, you can call it that, but the value has to be there, right? At, this, at yeah. the same time, <clears throat> yep. what are you delivering for the high ticket? There has to be, mm-hmm. you know, and so at the end of the day, because I don't have any courses up for sale right now, but I've, I've done them and it's like, I just, nothing beats that notification of payment when you're like out and about and doing yeah. something else. <laughs> not, not, it's like, it's like the best feeling in the world. So you, so yeah. you guys have made this shift. How, first of all, before, cause of course I want to dive into the course, but how has, that shifted the business in terms of, okay, so WP Elevation is running, you've got the plugin running. What have mm-hmm. you had to do like internally to start shifting to focus on courses? <laughs> to hire more staff. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had to do a lot. Um, <clears throat> it's been a massive learning curve. So we've had to invest uh, in infrastructure, uh, in software, in people, in processes, my God, processes and systems. It is, they are just everything. Uh, you know, whether you're selling courses or whether you're running client services, business processes and processes and processes are just everything and getting people to follow processes and getting the team to really buy into the processes. Um, we've had to learn a lot about because, because one of the problems with, with selling courses. So, so, so WP Elevation, started about three years ago and it wasn't really a course. It was just like a, uh, an online coaching program, but you could join whenever you wanted and you could kind of access the material whenever you wanted. It was kind of like a vending machine for WordPress consultants. And it got to the point where I was frustrated with our own website because I would log in and I couldn't find what I wanted. So we shut it down in July last year. We actually, and that, this was a huge punt. We actually said, well, let's close the doors so you can no longer join. We had our existing members grandfathered in. We had, I think, about 200 members at that point. Um, and we grandfathered them in and said, okay, you guys have still got access to it, but we're not opening it up for any new uh, students. We're now going to release it as a six-week drip-fed course. So we did that in September for the first time. We did it again in February and we're doing it right Right now, we're in the middle of it now in June. And we have an enrollment period of seven days. We enroll students and then they go through the course over a six-week period and we drip feed the content out to them. And that's been amazing for the community because what happens is you feel like you're going through this course with your classmates rather than just being in a silo. Because here's the thing. A lot of people think that a membership website or a course website is kind of their ticket to passive income, right? But what we've learned over the years is the more that you can create community amongst your students, the A, the longer they'll stay in the program, but B, the more they'll actually benefit from the course because they've got other people helping them implement this stuff in their business. So we've been, we've been really big on building community. Um, this is, you know, one of the reasons I'm coming to the States is to meet a bunch of our customers and have some drinks with them and have some live events and, and actually meet these people in, uh, in real life. So it's been great for our community. It's been awesome for our, our growth and our revenue. I mean, we're at, we're about 400 times more revenue, like I'm, and that's no, no exaggeration to where we were, uh, about two and a half years ago. 
By changing so the model, you think? Yeah, yeah, by changing them. Yeah, absolutely, by changing the model. And I think part of it is that there's a bit of exclusivity about WP Elevation now because you can't just roll in and join whenever you want. There are three enrollment periods a year. Um, and so we get this influx of students and this, you know, enormous amount of kind of value exchange in a six-week period, which is great for our cash flow, we get this spike, but then we also have recurring because the students, once they go through the program, once they've been in the program for 12 months, they automatically drop into a, um, a, re- a recurring model if they choose to. So it's, it's optional for them. But we've, at the moment, we've got about a 50% um, uh, attrition rate. So 50% of the students that, stay, that, that join the course go through the program, stay in the program for their 12 months, and then about 50% stay in and keep going because of the community aspect, because of the network and the relationships that are in that community. Okay, so again, a whole bunch of questions in that, so that's awesome. <laughs> now, now you guys haven't gone through that, which I'm guessing is kind of what led to uh, to Rockstar Empires, right? Teaching yeah. a course on courses because having something and and the interesting thing about this with you, Troy, is having already had a recurring revenue with the the user manuals, right? And then you launched mm-hmm. WP Elevation, and so obviously saying, oh, we're going to, we're going to shift this. We're totally going to change the model on this. One might, must've been a little bit scary, but Mm -hmm. um, to have seen what worked through that with the community, is that what drove you to Rockstar Empires? Yeah. So a couple of things, Uh, you know, one of the things that I'm noticing about our business is that our, our business continues to evolve as we listen to our audience. So WP Elevation came about because our video user manuals customers were asking us for business advice. Rockstar Empires has come about because some of our WP Elevation members and a lot of other people outside the WordPress space have asked us, how have you moved away from client services and gone to 100% product revenue and built recurring revenue through those products? And so I started to go and present at conferences. I was getting asked to go and speak at conferences about how we'd done that. And I was lucky enough to speak at Traffic and Conversion Summit when Ryan Dice and the guys from Digital Marketer came down here in um, – uh, last year in in Sydney, and I was talking, and then I did a, a roadshow around Australia at a whole bunch of events talking about building recurring revenue through community, and all these people were coming up to me. And what we've known from buying just about every course you can online, I mean, literally spent tens of thousands of dollars buying just about every course that's come across our desk. And what we what we realised is we buy these courses. And we're really excited and we're kind of in love with the person that's um, produced this course and we log in and, you know, you kind of get halfway through week two, module two, and it's like, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of feeling a bit lonely and, you know, there's I don't have any classmates and, you know, you kind of end up bouncing out and going, oh, well, that was good. I learned some stuff, but you kind of never finished the course. I mean, I cannot tell you how many courses I've got sitting in out my Dropbox folder that I still haven't finished. And so I said to my business partner, I wonder what the average completion rate is on a, an online course. I just, you know, I have no idea, but I wonder. So we started doing some research and I kind of estimated from speaking with colleagues and friends that it was probably about 15 to 20%. Well, it turns out it's between two and 10% is the average completion rate of online courses. And there was a big study done by uh, a person named Katie Jordan on um, massive online open courses. So MOOC, MOOCs, and you can just Google it, MOOCs completion rates. And the average, I'm talking about like Harvard, Stanford, MIT, Coursera, Udemy, the average completion rate of an online course is between 2 and 10%. And we're getting 65% completion rates of WP Elevation. And so I said to my business partner, you know what, I reckon there's something in this. Like, no, like we, no one's building community. I haven't seen anyone building community the way we have. In fact, I, I know we've got lots of members in our Facebook group that are like, dude, 
I've, I'm a member of so many different course things online and not, no one has got a community the way you've got it. Um, so we just kept, kind of kept getting asked, how have you done this? And that's how Rockstar Empires came about. We, we knew that we wanted to teach a course on how to make a course, but we knew that we didn't, we didn't want to just teach people how to publish their course online because that conversation's kind of already happened. Um, we were like, well, we're not going to do this unless we can add something unique to the conversation. And so our unique value proposition is we're teaching creative entrepreneurs how to build and launch courses online that their students will love and actually complete uh, so that they can transition out of client services. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to back up a little bit because <laughs> again, there's like everything. You, every you, you, you need to keep throwing the lasso out and pulling me back. Otherwise, <laughs> cause I'm like a freight train. I'm just, I'm out the gate. That's right. But at least you speak, you know, in a direct manner. So that's good. Um, but so with that, like, because I agree, you know, there are a lot of people teaching how to do courses online and, but the fact that you guys have this great retention rate before, you know, talk, I want, cause I want, I think there's a lot more than obviously you guys have that unique value proposition, like you said, but there's a lot more to it. But with that, like, what are some of the challenges you see people facing in terms of launching a course? Because I think we all, I'm right there, probably, you know, uh-huh. in the 11% that hasn't finished it um, yep. with, with Dropbox and all my courses. But <clears throat> what are some of the challenges? You know, a lot of people get this idea. I've launched things before. I think the idea of, quote unquote launch. I think that people get tired of it. It seems like, oh my gosh, it's ever done. It works. You know, so just mm-hmm. if you could share some of the frustrations or challenges that people have had just in getting that course created and launched. Sure. So <clears throat> part of this is tactical, but most of it is mindset, right? Amen. Everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So from a tactical point of view, let me just explain tactically the way that we've done this. Every course that we've built, and launched, we have sold, pre-sold before we've even made the course because I I get bored very quickly and I don't want to spend a lot of time making something because I did this once. I made a course once <clears throat> about four years ago and sold five copies of it. What and was it? Was very, sharing? That, no, it was a course called Fuel HQ. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea was, it was kind of the precursor to WP Elevation. The idea was, we'll teach you how to pour fuel on your WordPress consulting business, right? And we'll, so we'll teach you how, it was basically, it was like, it was Fuel HQ was the brand and the course was called the New Business Blueprint. This is how to go and get new business for your WordPress consulting course. And it was an, it was an awesome course. The, the content was really good. We spent four days in a studio shooting all these videos, putting all these templates and downloads and homework together. And uh, we launched it to the world and we sold five copies. And um, that was very damaging to our confidence. You know, that that hurt. Uh, but we learned a lot doing that. And so the way that we've done WP Elevation and Rockstar Empires is we've generally what happens is I'll get up and start speaking at events and I'll just start gauging people's response. And if I have people lining up afterwards to talk to me and pick my brain and want to buy me beers at the pub and ask lots of questions, then I know we're onto something. <laughs> if if I come off stage and there's crickets and people are kind of looking at me a bit weird and no one wants to talk to me, then I think, okay, maybe this isn't such a good idea. So I'll kind of start gauging response that way and just through email conversations. Then I'll sell a webinar or a webinar series. And this is how Rockstar Empire started. We sold a four webinar series. Uh, I sold that from the stage, did pretty well. We sold 35 copies. Uh, we got that initial pilot program of students through those four webinars. Uh, by the way, I'd sold those webinars before I'd made them. So then I, but I knew what the content was going to be. And then once they'd bought, I then went and ran those webinars. Then we pulled those webinars in, 
internally pulled them apart and rebuilt them into the course. So, so rule number one is don't build a course unless you know you've got paying customers. In fact, to get paying customers to pay you money before you make the course, that's rule number one. Um, rule number two is launches work. The reason launches work is because <clears throat> if you don't know me and I turn up on your doorstep and say, hey, I think you need this. And, and by the way, you need to give me a thousand dollars for me to teach you how to do it. You're going to, you know, slam the door on my face and tell me to sod off. Whereas if, if, if we happen to run into each other at some networking events and you see me speak and I teach you a whole bunch of stuff for free and then you pick my brain afterwards and you buy me a beer and I just basically, you know, let you pick my brain and unload my mind into yours for free. And then we hang out again and we have lunch and again, you make a heap of notes and I give you all this free consulting. And then I send you an email, say, Hey, Kim. Um, so I'm launching this course on how to do this thing that you're, that you're trying to do. And it's a thousand dollars. You're much more likely to buy because a, you've, you trust that I'm not here to rip you off, that I'm here to add value and help you. And B, you actually know that I can help you because I've already demonstrated that I can help you. So the value that I've added far outweighs the investment that I'm now asking you to make. This is why product launches work if you, and we're talking about the Jeff Walker product launch formula style, which everyone is familiar with, where you, you know, give away three value videos first and then you open the course. That's why they work. They also work, I think, because they're an event. So I'm not talking about evergreen launches here. I'm talking about a specific date, a, a date specific launch. They work because they're an event. We are open. Rockstar Empires is open from the 10th of June to the 19th of June. That's it. We're open for those nine days. And once we're shut, we're shut for a few months. So it's, it, there's, you can build buzz around an event. So tactically, that's why they work. But here's the thing from a mindset point of view. So there was a conversation in one of the Facebook groups recently. I think it might have been advanced WordPress Facebook group. And, and someone was saying, um, you know, someone commented on WP Elevation and said, oh, I've heard about this, but I've always kind of been, you know, a bit dubious about the price. And one of our customers came in and said, you know, this is the best investment I've ever made and was basically kind of flying our flag for us. And then this this person, I can't remember who it was, but this person said, oh, you know, and so I comment, oh, they said, oh, but, you know, how do you, what about finding new clients? Like I've always had, I've always had trouble finding new clients. So I commented and said, well, first of all, you imply that clients are hiding from you by saying that you have to go find them. Yeah. And you know clients are not hiding from you. If you become a specialist and add massive value to your professional network, then clients will find you. And he commented and said, "Well, I really get frustrated when I hear this all the time because I'm really good at what I do. For me to become any more of a specialist would mean I would have to become a god." And I commented back and said, "Then become a god." And the the what I'm trying to tap into here is what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make is if you think that you have to make the best, if you think that your product, you have to improve your product or your skill set or your service offering or that you have to improve or increase the value you're adding to your audience in order to get them to enroll in a course or you think it's competitive and that you have to, you know, make a course that is so mind-blowingly valuable that people just want to come and sleep in your office because they love you so much, <laughs> then you're right. That is the kind of value you have to add in order for people to enroll in your course. I mean, the internet is so, has, has flattened the playing field and it is so competitive and the free line has been pushed so far that, you, you know, you, you, you have to add so much value. And, and the thing is, why wouldn't you want to add so much value? Like, why wouldn't you want your product to be a unicorn, a product that other people talk about all the time? 
When we started WP Elevation, I had one mission. I said to my business partner, in two years' time, we are going to be the business community for WordPress consultants on the planet, period. That's it. I'm not going to stop until we're done. And we're done. We had other people trying to do something similar, and they came and went. And we own that corner of the room now because we didn't stop until we got there, and we're still going. So if anyone thinks that selling a course online is passive in any way, shape, or form, it's not this, – this passive income word is just – you know, passive income is horseshit. I've blogged about it before. I've said it before. The The goal is not passive income. The goal is leveraged income. You make the course once, you sell it over and over again. But make no mistake, that course and whatever you're teaching has to transform your students and be able to change their business or their lives in some way, shape or form. Okay, you take a breath because uh, <laughs> that was awesome because I have to back up a little bit. And, you know, it's funny. I had this little epiphany. So you can be the, you know, the Dalai Lama today for a second. I was sitting there mm-hmm. thinking because I've had this experience in, um, I was sharing a scarcity plugin that came out and that I love. And it's like the mentality around the language with internet marketing. So launches work, but people start associating the term launch to something that's not legit. I, mm-hmm. I think there is just this, um, overdone, fear of the terminology and it, it just it is what it is you know it's kind of like water isn't water because you call it water or h2o or aqua it is right so yeah my point being a launch it, it they work because there's humans involved in their psychology it's the same thing with scarcity and it's like it's sort of all these core direct response marketing principles and again mm. to your point when there's value you don't have to worry about it you know mm. so that's that but the pre-sell piece i love that because i think a lot of people get nervous about oh it's not created because i've done that too where we've recorded we did this selling with wordpress and how to set up and use woocommerce or edd like all these things like funnels and email everything was done and it's like okay well we spent $1200 on ads and we sold five or <laughs> you know and so it it is disheartening and there's so many ways to get validation, like you said, whether you're doing it, I mean, speaking and online, um, or even, you know, I, I've started doing some niche stuff and just testing and seeing what resonates with people or what in this space. It's in, uh, juicing actually, cause I like to juice and mm-hmm. to see where people are like more stuff on juicing for weight loss or they want all the stuff that's about fixing a problem. It's not mm-hmm. just like just to juice because it's better for you. So the point is like using language, right? And and so all of these things with the launch and everything you've done, I mean, you're completely connecting to that pain point with your customer too, right? Because mm. if you, if uh, I was sitting here thinking about this and unless you're JV Zoo, right? And mm-hmm. because those people might have crap products, but they're great at talking to the customer. They're great at selling. They're great. That's why those things work. Doesn't mm. mean they sustain or last, but here the goal obviously, and why you've been able to grow WP Elevation consistently find that corner is because the value is there with the launch, the concept, the marketing, the connection, right? Mm, Yeah. And you know, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely spot on. And the thing that you forget about launches is that you and I might, and, and some people listening to this might be fatigued by launches because we've been through so many of them and we've seen so many of them, but you've got to remember there are tens of thousands of people every day discovering a launch for the first time who have not, who are, who are not launch fatigued. I, I get, I cannot tell you the emails and the comments. I mean, the free videos that we give away as part of our WP Elevation launch consistently, every time we launch, they consistently get two or 300 comments underneath the videos from people thanking me for the free training I'm giving them in the videos, right? So that's when you know you're onto something. 
when people just love you for the free training you're giving, regardless of whether or not they buy the product. Now, I don't, I mean, I don't care if they buy the product or not. I mean, if they buy the product, they're going to benefit from it and, you know, we'll make some additional revenue, but the world's a big place. There's lots of people. I'm not too concerned if they buy the product now or in three months time or if they never buy the product. I had someone ping me on Facebook the other day and say, Hey man, I, I can't believe how, mu- how much better my business is now just from the free stuff I've gleaned from your blog and your downloads. And I feel guilty because I've never joined your program. I'm like, dude, don't <laughs> feel guilty. Like you can join. Might, that, you know, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. You can enroll anytime. Like just yeah. let me know when you want to enroll. Uh, or, you know, tell your friends about it, you know. So, um, that makes me feel good. That's why I get out of bed in the morning. I'm not here for, you know, a launch for me is not about making, you know, making, some quick money. It's about, you know, we're, as I said, we're building a community here. We're building a business based on community and it's based on human beings and real relationships. And I, I, I love meeting our members in real life. And we're going to do the same thing with Rockstar Empires. We're basically duplicating the business model to a slightly wider audience. Um, and so, so just remember that, that if you're fatigued by a launch, it doesn't mean that everyone that you're launching to is fatigued by launches because when I remember the first few launches I went through, they were the most exciting thing that I'd come across in a long time. That was this, there was this anticipation and this buzz and this free training. And it was like, I was mind blown by how exciting they were. I have to share a little launch story with you is it was, um, Nathan Chan's, uh, Instagram Ooh. domination. Right. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, okay, you know what? Like I, I'd been on Instagram and just eh, whatever, wasn't really marketing with it. And so I'm watching and I did, I'm like, I'm going to watch this. Right. Like, because if nothing else as a marketer and a business owner, there's so much value in observing how launches are done. So whether or not it's the right product for you today, tomorrow, next time, whatever. So I'm watching the video and he had this one little tip and I'm like, I'm going to do this right now, right? Like this is not new technology to me. So I implement his tip and I'd already left a comment and I just said, you know, great content. Thanks. Well, then I had to add another comment. I said, oh my God, I just implemented what you showed in the video and it was a 10 or 12 minute video. I said, Oh my God, I got 29 likes in like less than six minutes. And I got eight. I was like, I did this crazy, like OMG post, right? Then he did a screenshot of my comment and Kim Doyle says in video two, I was like, okay, well, I have to buy this course. now. <laughs> but the point was the value was there. Like I literally hey. implemented what he showed in the free thing. I yeah. did, I did buy the course. But again, so the whole thing is, it's like I watching how he did that was valuable. Watching how you're launching this, especially because while it's been in the WordPress space, this is not necess- this is not a, you have to be a WordPress consultant or freelancer for rockstar empires. No. So Rockstar Empires is, is really any, uh, we, you know, we like to think of our audience as creative entrepreneurs who are selling services to clients. So, you know, photographers, uh, yeah, of course, web designers, copywriters, any, any kind of marketing consultant. Um, but it could be, you know, we've got guitar teachers, we've got psychologists, we've got, uh, podiatrists, we've got anyone who's sell, who's effectively selling time for money doing client work. Now it does lend itself. Uh, to people who spend a lot of time online. So it does lend itself to, you know, digital marketing consultants or SEOs or copywriters or social media people or, you know, Instagram specialists because they're already familiar with how online courses work. And that's what we're teaching in the, in Rockstar Empires. We teach how to build and launch your own online course. So someone coming from, you know, like a, a shoe store in kind of, you know, rural outback Australia might not be a great fit because they might not, they've got a bit of a learning curve to go before they actually get there. But, um, but it's not, it's not WordPress specific at all. 
Okay, so, which is huge, because I do think a lot of my audience specifically, since this is where this interview is going out, yeah. um, I think them was more like, you know, they're online business owners, so it, yeah. they're not necessarily consultants and whatnot. Before we get into a little bit of the structure of the course, you got to tell me where the name came from. I'm guessing <laughs> it's your love, but fill me in. Yeah, so that's a great question. So um, I had a holiday in February this year, and I'm driving around Tasmania. I've never been, uh, you know, a little island at the bottom of Australia, and uh, it's beautiful. Like, it was mind-blowing how beautiful Tasmania was. I had, had no idea what to expect. And I'm driving around, and <clears throat> I really want to do another podcast. So the WP Elevation podcast has kind of been in hiatus uh, since late last year because, uh, you know, I had 105 episodes, and I'd kind of felt like I'd had that conversation. I didn't really know what to do with it next. So I'm like, I want to do another podcast. But I don't want to interview all the kind of entrepreneurs that everyone else has interviewed, right? Because that's been done. You know, it's yeah. again like, what, what can I add to the conversation? I don't want to interview Richard Branson and Gary Vaynerchuk and you know Tim Ferriss because he, 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 I mean, sure, if 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 the opportunity came about, I would interview them. But I don't want to put together an entrepreneurs podcast to do that because it's been done so many times. I thought, what is it about me that is unique? Like, what's the what unique conversation can I have? And I come from a rock and roll background. So I used to play in bands when I was in my teens and in my twenties. And in fact, I still play in bands, uh, these days, just more as an outlet and as a, as a, you know, just for the pure love of music. But I've always, I always feel like I've been a square peg in a round hole. I always feel like I've, uh, I've been a little bit of a rebel and I like going against the grain and I like kind of. That's why we get along. The, I love it. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> I like sticking it to the man. You know, I like kind of giving the world the two finger salute and going, screw you. I'm going to do things my way. Um, which, you know, is, is painful sometimes because it gets you into trouble. Um, if only I could keep my mouth shut. And so I thought, well, you know, I want to do something around the rock star kind of theme. And I thought what I really would love to do is start a podcast where I interview rock stars. Like I'm talking like Gene Simmons from Kiss or Ozzy Osbourne or, <laughs> nice. you know, these guys that have been around for a long time have had to reinvent themselves and have sustained themselves professionally and financially and had some success, what have they had to learn about the creative process? What have they had to learn about entrepreneurship? And what have they had to learn about, like, what is the mindset that keeps them kind of walking to the beat of their own drum? So I, I, that was kind of the idea that was, that was, that was floating around. And then, the dom- of course, the domain name had to be available. So I went searching for <laughs> domain names and Rockstar Empires just happened to be available. And I thought, well, that's perfect because – Really, the conversation is how do you build your own online empire by positioning yourself as the rock star in your market? And that's the mindset shift that people need to take. If you're a corporate photographer, for example, and you're really good at what you do, and this is a, this is an example at the moment. I'm working with a buddy of mine who's in Rockstar Empires, and he is a, a headshot photographer, and he's the best of the best here in Australia. But he knows that he only gets paid while he's pushing the button, while he's opening the shutter on the camera, and he's like – Dude, like when I'm in the States for four weeks on holiday, I feel guilty because there's no money coming into the business. So he's already in that mindset where he knows that he's technically very good at what he does and he is now ready to start teaching other headshot photographers how to do what he does from a business point of view and a technical point of view. And the mindset shift that he's going through right now that I can see him going through and that I'm helping him go through is you need to start thinking of yourself as the rock star headshot photographer without becoming an arrogant you know, um, you know, whatever you like, you need to stay grounded, but you need to think of yourself as the rock star headshot photographer. Otherwise your students will not look up to you. They will not admire you. And more importantly, they won't 
they won't learn what it is you're teaching them. So you need to kind of be able to walk the red carpet and be okay being in the limelight, but you also need to be very grounded and know that your audience are who you serve and your fans are who you serve. Um, and you know, one of the best examples I've, I've seen of this in recent history is Bruce Springsteen. When I went and saw him play live, he's obviously very comfortable being, being, you know, the rock star, but man, the boss. he was on stage. <laughs> yeah, the boss, exactly. But he was on stage for three and a half hours. And my brother and I both said, we've never seen an artist give so much to his fans. And that's, that's the exact mindset that you need to have in order, I think, to teach a course online successfully because you know, if, if your audience don't see you as the boss or, or, you know, a bit of a rock star, then they're just, they're not going to believe you. They're not going to take what you're teaching them and take it on board. They're not going to want to implement it because, you know, you, you, you've, you've got to be just far enough ahead of your audience that they aspire to that, but not too far ahead that they don't recognize you. All right. So for somebody, which is huge, totally agree. So for somebody who's thinking, I'm really good at what I do, how, how do they shift that mindset to, you need to be the expert. You need to be the star. So, you know, it's a good question. The, the first thing, the first thing I think is you need to just start. So, so when I started WP Elevation, the first thing I did was I just started giving away, I started giving away free coaching calls on Skype. I sent my emails out and on the bottom of my emails would say, here's my phone number, which is a Skype phone. And here's my Skype ID. If you want, like, I really want to hear from you. I'm happy to jump on Skype and give you a free call for like 15, 20 minutes and see if I can help you. And I would have, and you'd be surprised. We had an email database of like 20,000 people, right? My business partner's like, you're nuts. You're just going to like, your Skype is going to melt down. You're going to have people calling you all the time. I'm like, dude, you'd be surprised how lazy people are. Like I would get, on average, I would get maybe 10 to 12 calls a week from WordPress consultants around the globe. Out of or how many data. people don't take you up on it, right? Like Correct. I think it's, so besides being lazy, it's just like, I mean, I literally had a conversation once on Facebook with somebody. I'm like, well, let's have a Skype call. I'm happy to help you. Like, let's just chat. Right. And it's, and people like, don't believe me that I'm just like, let's just have a conversation. If you want to work with me, great. But I'm literally just, let's talk. I'd like to connect with you. And how many people don't take me up on it? I'm like, okay. And it's kind of weird. I think part of it is that, you know, part of it is they're afraid they're going to have to do some work if they do chat to you because they're going to have some homework. But part of it also is they don't want to be sold, right? They think that they're going to be sold. So I would just give, I would just do these free calls all the time and I would just impart my knowledge and my advice and my insights and my experience. I would just tell people what's worked for me and what hasn't. And I would ask them lots of questions about their challenges. And that was awesome market research. But what happened is at the end of every call, I would say, Hey, if this has been useful for you, do you mind just like tweeting this or putting something on Facebook to, you know, cause they would be like, Oh, this is amazing. I can't believe you're giving these free calls away. I'm like, well, you know what you can do for me? You can like tweet this out. And so people started to understand that I was available or that I was the person to go to for advice if you're a WordPress consultant. So that was the way that I started to position myself as the rock star because, and I don't say that, you know, rock star in a self-congratulatory way. I'm talking about repositioning yourself because it allowed me to get comfortable giving advice to people in a safe environment over the phone or on Skype. And then eventually I kind of grew to doing it at live events and at conferences and speaking at WordCamps. And uh, I just got accepted to speak at WordCamp New York and Boston, by the way. So I'm very uh, Congratulations. Yeah, I'm stoked. I can't wait. Um, And so you, so you just need to practice like, you know, part of, part of what we teach in, in uh, Rockstar Empires is, is the rock and roll rehearsal is actually developing what it is you can teach and then rehearsing and practicing what it is you teach until you get comfortable enough being the teacher. 
And the thing, I think one of the things about, about, one of the things about teaching what you know is the best way to get comfortable teaching what you know and, and, and being seen as an authority. Cause a lot of people are uncomfortable being seen as an authority. They think, and, and I think that's because maybe they just, they're not as in touch with their own ego as they, need to be. But if you've got a really good understanding of your own ego and you know what your insecurities are and you know what your buttons are, like I know when I'm getting carried away. I know when I'm getting carried away with the admiration and I keep myself grounded and I keep myself in check. And sure, it feels good to have, you know, thousands of people all over the world who really look up to what we're doing at WP Elevation, but I'm under no illusion that I'm here to serve them. That's the, that's the uh, overarching mindset that I have that, you know, my job is to serve them and they are the reason I get out of bed every day. I'm, I'm not here to, you know, be, uh, to be congratulated and to be admired. I'm here to serve them. And if they happen to admire me in the process, well, that's great. I'm, I'm, you know, happy for the, for that relationship to keep going, but that's not my motivation. So it's just a, I'm not sure if I answered your question, but it's just a, a practice thing that you, you need to get comfortable being in the spotlight. So I, okay. So this, this talks a little bit about, thank you. You did answer my question on, in terms of, let, let's talk a little bit about the course in terms of what is, how do you work through people through it? And, and now actually I did forget to ask you this earlier. First of all, I love that you sold the webinars, um, of sort of like a beta run of everything is yeah. right. Okay. Exactly. Because a lot of it too, like, I keep joking. I'm like, I don't want to do live webinars anymore. Everybody registers. Nobody shows up. So yeah. there is a difference with selling something. I think that's great. Um, so did now when, when you structured the course, did, had you guys already outlined it or did kind of that beta run help you structure how you were going to, how you were going to map out the course? How did that work? Yeah. So the first four webinars we ran were, um, I, I like frameworks because I think they're easy to teach and easy to remember. And in fact, that's the first thing we teach in Rockstar Empires is how to get your information out of your head into a framework. But the first four webinars we ran were how to plan, produce, publish, and promote your online course. So the four P's of your online course. Then we kind of thought, ah, oh, we, and, and it was, it's great. The content was amazing and, and our students loved it. But we, I, I kind of thought, well, that's a bit boring for Rockstar Empires. So <laughs> what we did is we repackaged all of that information into a six week drip fed course, which is another thing that we teach in Rockstar Empires, why six week drip fed courses really are the holy grail. Um, and so the six modules are, uh, module one is pre-production. So, you know, we think about, a great band making a great record. That's kind of the analogy that we, we go through, right? So the first module is pre-production, which is getting your material ready before you go into the studio. And that really is about developing your own framework. So what is it that you've got in your head and how can you develop that into a framework that is easy to teach, easy to, to learn, easy to remember, but also easy to reference. Like the people that, the, the experts that get referenced around the world are those people that have a framework or a process that they work you through. So pre-production is all about getting yourself organized. Rock and roll, module two is rock and roll makeover, which is repositioning you from being the headshot photographer to being, sorry, repositioning you from being a headshot photographer to being the rock star headshot photographer. And a lot of that is about uh, repositioning yourself, reaching out to other rock stars in your industry, um, doing some JV partnerships, getting on podcasts, you know, um, doing some basic kind of online marketing to, to reposition yourself as a thought leader. Module three is, and that needs to be ticking over while you're making your course. So by the time your course is done and ready to launch, you've already got some momentum and some traction online with, with the, the other influencers. 
Module three is called Rockstar Performance, and that really is on-camera basics, basic uh, kind of vocal technique, uh, what to do when you're teaching your course, a little bit about, you know, how you're, how you look on camera, whether or not you're going to use camera or if you're just going to use slides, just getting your performance down pat. So by the time you hit the studio in module four, which is the studio sessions, uh, you then can produce your course very quickly. We'll typically produce a six week drip fed course in 10 working days. And that's because we've got our, our, our systems and our processes and everything organized by the time we hit the studio because you know, any great band will tell you, you don't want to waste time in the studio trying to rewrite your lyrics because the clock is ticking and you're paying producers and studio fees big money. Module five is the rock and roll launch. Uh, so now your course is made. How do we launch it? And we just, we just go through exactly the process and all of the documentation we use to launch our courses. And then module six is rockstar fan club. How do you take those students that have enrolled in your course and turn them into a community that will give you recurring revenue, uh, you know, ongoing. And that's basically the, the band releasing new albums to their existing fans. That's the, the analogy we use there. And then there's a whole bunch of bonuses. We give away the entire technical handbook and show you how we set up our course websites uh, using WordPress and all the themes and plugins we use. Um, we've also got a recurring revenue workshop that we ran here in Melbourne last year uh, where a bunch of um, guest speakers came along and spoke about building recurring revenue business models, including Nathan Chan, actually, and Dan Norris from WP Curve. So we've got the recordings of that as a bonus um, and a deep dive on the launch videos is another bonus where we're actually going to give you this, the, the scripts that we use in our launch videos and reverse engineer those scripts and show you the exact structure that we use, not only in Rockstar Empires, but in WP Elevation. We use the same bullet point outline for our launch videos for any course that we're, that we're selling online. And, and it works like a champ. So we're giving those scripts away and, um, and an analysis of why they work and how to implement them. That's huge that you have an outline that you can take and, and just run it through any course. I mean, yeah, yeah without – that is huge. Mm. Um, now, you guys – you had mentioned too that you have found, without giving away the course, obviously, um, sure. some secret little thing, gamification works and uh, – like, yeah. you know, or, or clearly community is a huge one. Um, yep. So if you want to just share, I don't know, a couple of yeah, teasers maybe. Totally. So so we're actually, it's funny because in about three hours, we're going to give away our 20-point checklist on what you need to have in a course that that sells and is successful. And when I say successful, if you sell a course online and only 10% of your students complete that course, I don't think that's a success. It might make you some money, but it's short term. So uh, for me, a course is where, you know, our success measure now is 65% of our students need to complete the course. And when I say complete the course, I want to see them with a photo of their certificate at the end of the course. That Then I know they've completed it and I know they're a happy customer and I know they're going to refer their friends. I've seen so, those WP Elevation certificates. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so a few things, um, a few things. First of all, you know, have a framework that you teach. Because a framework is easy to teach, easy to remember, and easy to reference. And also, when you then start talking to your students and you meet them in real life, you start talking about the framework. You start using the same language. People talk about the WP Elevation Blueprint. People talk about the delivery module. People talk about onboarding. People talk about our anti-follow-up campaign, which is our email marketing sequences. People use the language that's in the framework. Keep your lessons really short. 
Uh, anything, you know, any lesson that's longer than 10 minutes needs to be broken into two lessons. And each lesson should be about one specific thing. Give your students quick wins in the course. It's like going to the gym for the first time. If your personal trainer can give you a quick win in the first seven days, you're definitely coming back for more if you get, if you get results quickly. Um, Drip feed the content one module per week over six weeks so that your students keep coming back for more. Um, live coaching calls every week, a really active Facebook group, accountability partners, make sure that your students have accountability partners so that they actually get stuff done. Give homework, use quizzes to make sure your students are learning and use badges and certificates to gamify the entire experience so that when they, you know, complete lessons and modules, they unlock little badges and little bonuses. It's like the poker machine psychology, you know, you just got to keep giving them little rewards every now and then to keep them playing as much as I hate poker machines. And <laughs> believe me, here in Melbourne, we are, we have, we are the worst problem gamblers in the world per head of, uh, capital. Really? Yeah. True story. Yep. Oh my God. Um, well, we have to go to yeah. Nevada if we want to gamble. So, or yeah, Indian right. reservation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that well, bizarre? Yeah. Well, you know, and, and to point out, because, and this is, I, you told me this, however, I would have connected the dots that your course is exactly what you're teaching. So you shared with us the six modules, which is exactly yep. what you're teaching people to do. Yep. Correct. We eat our own dog food. So this, <laughs> so Rockstar Empires, we're teaching, we're delivering, we're, we're selling and delivering and teaching this course in exactly the same way that we're teaching it in, I know it's a bit meta, but it's like, in Rockstar Empires, it's kind of like stepping into the matrix because you, you, you know, you, we peel the curtain back and we show you exactly how we build Rockstar Empires and how we actually deliver the course and how we sell it. And you kind of realize, all oh, right, I'm in the middle of this as it's happening and as you're explaining it to me. God, that's awesome. Can you share, um, with, with some of the people who went through originally, like what type of courses people have launched? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, we have a psychologist who, uh, specializes in running corporate uh, workshops. And one of her challenges is that, you know, again, she only gets paid when she turns up and runs a workshop. So she's developing her workshop into an online course that she can then sell to corporates globally. So I no longer need to turn up and actually run the workshop. You can just buy the course and enroll online. Um, we have, as I said, the headshot photographer is developing a course on, um, on helping other headshot photographers with technique, but also running the business. Um, Dan Doherty, who's a WP Elevation member, he is, he's, he's an online business specialist and, and an online marketing specialist. And he helps local businesses in his area. He runs lots of live events. So what he's done now is he's gone and run some workshops for his customers, puts 30 or 40 people in a room, runs a live workshop, videos that workshop, brings the workshop back to his office, cuts that up. That's his course. That's how he's making his course, which is, which is actually how this whole thing started. Rockstar Empire started as the recurring revenue roadmap last year. And we ran a, a live workshop where Nathan Chan and Dan, um, Dan Norris turned up. And, um, that course has evolved into Rockstar Empires because what we learned through running that workshop is that it's very hard to teach recurring revenue to multiple different business types without actually going deep into their business and working with them one-on-one, -on -one, which puts you back into the client services business yep. model, which I didn't want to do. So I said, okay, if we're going to teach recurring revenue on the internet through a course, you know, it's really hard to do. But then we re then I realized, but I can teach them how to build recurring revenue through selling courses and taking their information and packaging it up into a course. So that's how this whole thing started. So Dan is, is running live workshops and cutting them up into a course. Uh, we have copywriters. We have um, – a guitar teacher, 
we have uh, uh, three or four psychologists. We have marketing consultants. Um, we have a tree lopper. Uh, so, a, you know, guy that drives around and cuts trees down is now actually looking to franchise his business and is using what we've taught him to package up his business processes and documentation, and he, which he then sells to his franchisees, which I think is genius, by That's the way. That's amazing. Isn't it? Uh, we have a podiatrist uh, who's doing the you know the same thing. So there's a whole range of of different business owners. So and, and essentially there are two. I think there are two audiences that you can teach. You can teach the DIYers. So that is, if you're a web designer and someone comes to you and says, "I need a website, but I don't have you know thousands of dollars to give you to do it. I want to you know I've got like five hundred bucks." You go, "Cool, I can't help you, but you can go and take my course, which shows you how to do it yourself." That's the DIY crowd. Or you can teach your peers how to run your type of business, which is what we do at WP Elevation and what we're doing at Rockstar Empires. So the podiatrist is has got a very successful podiatry clinic. He's teaching other podiatrists how to run a podiatry clinic. Uh, that's we've a, also you, got, that's a ton. Go ahead, keep going. They're great we've examples. Also got, we've also got some te- very technical businesses who are teaching their customers about the product. So they're putting up. They're actually using this to put up a free course to teach their customers and educate their customers about the product so that by the time they interact with them, they're an educated customer. And I'll tell you who's doing this really well. Bank of America are doing this. They're, they're teaching a course, uh, not through us, by the way, but they're teaching a course. Um, they're teaching a family budgeting course. So by the time the family comes to them, they've got their budget organized. They've had massive value added to them from Bank of America by teaching them how to run a family budget. And they come to Bank of America and say, right, we're now in a position to invest some money here because we've sorted out our budget, we've done our savings. And Bank of America are doing that to educate the market to attract more educated customers, which I think is genius. What I love about that is that it's, you know, for Bank of America to create a course, it's it's uh, I don't know, corporations are having to step it up and provide more value. And I think that that is fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's a huge market. It's $107 billion in 2015, the online education space. So, uh, yeah, it's so, big. Yeah, and it's not like it's too crowded. Like, you know, you know, where you were saying, I mean, I think that obviously you could niche yourself way, way down. Um, but, you know, it, it's not too crowded. I think that there's always the right audience for the right teacher. And, you know, somebody may resonate with you, somebody else may not. So I, I personally, I, I love, I, I love this whole space. Yeah. And it is, it's a very competitive market, but the thing that I keep coming back to is if you look at, so if you're a good, I was having this conversation last night with a guitar teacher. If you're a guitar teacher and you look at all the guitar courses online that are selling for like 35 bucks, you know, 90 bucks, maybe even 120 bucks. And you, you understand that less than 10% of people taking those courses are actually finishing them. Well, I look at that and say, what a great opportunity to come in, step into that space sell a three or $400 course and have 60 or 70% of those students complete that course and own that space because everyone doing it right now is doing it so badly that only 10% of the students enrolling in those courses are finishing them. So it might be a, a, it might be a competitive marketplace, but most online courses are not, I don't believe, are great quality. They're not delivered in a way that nurtures community and the student completion rates are an indication of that. So I think there's a great opportunity if you're committed to upping your game and developing a great course and adding huge value and providing a great experience for your students and building community, it's a great opportunity. Well, it's a great opportunity. And then also, without getting too far, is that you then have this, this, this fan base, essentially, who have successfully completed the course, successfully launched their own course, and now, if you want to take 
your education for them further, whether it's helping them grow, scale and grow something else or something in addition to that, you mm. have, you have these amazing, amazingly happy customers who are like, well, I know I can count on you. So what else do you have? What, how else can yeah. I buy from you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's kind of funny because WP Elevation members who have been with us for a while now, they're like, Oh my God, I can't wait till Rockstar Empires opens. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. That's exactly it. So, yeah. um, all right. So we're already at an hour, Troy. That was totally fast. Awesome. Um, can you just reiterate the, the dates? And again, this will go for everybody listening. I have, I will have all the links in the show notes. And if for some reason you're listening to this after Rockstar Empires, has launched, I will ensure that the link goes to like a waiting list redirect page or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but if you could just yeah. share the dates again, that would be awesome. Yeah, sure. So June, uh, June 10 to June 19, we're open. Uh, uh, there's a nine day window there. Uh, so June 10 to June 19. And I think that's Australian time. So it's like, it might be June 9 to June 18 LA time. Okay. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, I just love Troy. That was so fun. I have a blast every time I talk to him. All right. So let's just, uh, I want to get some links out to you guys. Go to the WPChick.com forward slash Rockstar Empires. And that is for the launch of uh, the, the, the course, Rockstar Empires. Again, that's WPChick.com, the WPChick.com forward slash Rockstar Empires. I need to slow down. And for those of you who are in the Bay Area, Northern California, Southern, or you just feel like coming to this party, uh, we're going to have a ton of fun. I cannot wait to hang with Troy in person. Just go to the WPChick.com forward slash meetup. And it's just, it's going to be a free event. I uh, just, but just give us your uh, name and email so we can get you on a list so that you're notified. We actually, Troy's hooking us up with a GoDaddy's going to sponsor the event. We're going to look at some other companies to get some swag for you guys. It's just going to be fun. Have some drinks, hang out with some uh, other entrepreneurs and yeah, let's just, let's have fun. I can't wait. As always, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a fabulous day and I will catch you next time.